Wednesday. How strange. Um, but anyway, excuse me for my eye. I've got something in it and I can't get it out. So I'm just going to be like one eyed for, for, for today. Um, so. Do what? Get onto your eyelash and pull your upper lid down over your lower lid. No, no. no. But I don't, I don't know if I had something in it earlier and it's almost just like scratched my eyes, so it feels like there's something always there. Um, actually, I just feel a little bit better. Maybe it has moved it. Um, <laughs> no one's ever told me to do that before. <laughs> Learn something new every day. <laughs> So you, if if you don't take anything else uh, else from today, guys, you can take that. If you get something in your eye, you have to pull your eyelash and pull it down over the bottom one. <laughs> um, but no, that's not what I came here to talk about. Uh, so just a topic I wanted to cover today. Um, Annika is going to cover it in full next month in her workshop. Um, but I've been speaking to a few people about it and it just seems to keep popping up. So I think we'll just have a little chat about it now. But um, it's good that we're all here as well. Um, and that is imposter syndrome. Um, so we all kind of know what imposter syndrome is, don't we? It's kind of when you're in a situation and you kind of feel like you don't belong there, like you shouldn't be there, you may be not good enough to be there, or you just don't quite fit in that group. Um, so let's make an example. You walk into a room and there's all your idols, your dressage riders, your event rider, these high level professional riders are all in the room and are talking about their training and how they get to this level and what they do. And you're kind of just sat there and you maybe feel a little bit like you don't belong there. Let's use that as an example. You maybe you do feel like you fit in there and you can walk in there and you feel quite confident. But we're going to use that as an example because I think I'd feel a bit of an imposter in that situation as well. So it's currently the way people look at imposter syndrome and they see it as a bad thing because they think, oh my God, I do not fit in here. I don't, I, I, don't, I can't talk on this level of these people. I don't belong here. I'm not good enough to be here. I can't bring anything to this table. And they see it as a really bad thing and think, feel really uncomfortable. Don't like this. I'm just going to sit here quietly and or I'm going to leave and try and take themselves out of that situation because it's really uncomfortable. But the way to... I kind of beyond my abilities at the moment. <laughs> okay, Siri. <laughs> Siri doesn't know what imposter syndrome is. <laughs> We've silenced Siri. Okay, so we remove people tend to want to remove themselves from that situation because it's uncomfortable. We don't like being there. It's not somewhere we want to be. But the way to flip it, and that's how I used to always feel as well, like any situation where I was like, mm, these people are better than me, I shouldn't be here, I'd try and remove myself. But the way I kind of see it now, if you're ever in that situation where you feel like a bit of an imposter, you feel uncomfortable, you don't belong there, the way I see it is, this is good for you. Because you feel uncomfortable because these people, you kind of look up to them, you maybe idolise them. They may be further along than you want to be in the journey. So talking about the riders, they're, they're kind of better to be seen as better riders than you. They have more education. They have more experience. So to be put in that situation, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable because you maybe aren't quite there yet. But this is a good uncomfortable because this is a chance to go, right, I maybe aren't quite where they are now. But I, what can I take from this? What can I learn from this? How can I flip this so that, yeah... 
I can take some positive from this rather than go, oh, really uncomfortable, I'm just going to leave and run. It, it comes back down to this whole stepping out of your comfort zone. As you've probably seen all over Instagram, because it's all over Instagram, um, step, good things happen when you step out of your comfort zone. This is when you feel challenged. This is when you grow as a person. This is when you step up a level, whatever it may be. And typically imposter syndrome comes up when we feel that we've stepped out of our our comfort zone. We've kind of gone from what we're used to, where we're happy, where we're maybe top of our league, to now we've got a little bit uncomfortable, feel like we shouldn't be there. So the way to kind of go forward is to go, right, great, this is perfect. I feel really uncomfortable in this situation, but this is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I'm not going to try and run away. I am going to learn something from this. I'm going to grow as a person. I'm going to grow my knowledge. I'm going to go gain some more experience, whatever it may be. Just flip it on its head and see it as a good thing. This is your chance now to go, brilliant, what can I take from this? And then going forward from this... You kind of want to be in this situation as much as possible, because if you're not, you're not learning anything. If you kind of feel like you're really comfortable all the time and you're top of your field, you're not going to learn anything. You're not going to go any further. You're not going to push yourself to do more. So you should be looking for this kind of imposter syndrome and this this feeling of uncomfortableness so that you do keep challenging and pushing yourself and learning more. Because if you don't, we're just kind of sat where we are and you're not really fulfilled as a human like a human beings are always trying to be better aren't we we're trying to improve ourselves especially riders we i don't know any rider who says i'm really happy with where i'm at i don't want to get any better i've never heard a rider say that so if you feel this situation obviously we're talking about riding here if you'll feel this situation in the riding environment this is good lean into it and take something from it rather than go nah, just going to run away does that kind of make sense to you guys? Can you all have you ever been in a situation where you've felt like you don't belong and just kind of want to remove yourself? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my whole life is imposter syndrome. Honestly, like it's anything like work related, riding, anything. Like yeah, I always feel like it, even though even like a professional setting, I know I know my stuff and I'm good at what I do. But in a room with other people who do the same thing, I'm like, oh, God, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not saying a thing because I don't want to look stupid. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of comes down to that confidence in yourself. Whereas if you're on your own, you're quite confident that you know what you're doing. And then when you get put into a different situation, you're kind of like, no, I don't want to be here. I don't like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's weird. And does that kind of flipping it, does that kind of, is that something you think you might be able to try try and implement? If you yeah, feel imposter syndrome, if you feel it a lot, it might be overwhelming to try and do it in every every aspect yeah. of, of your life. But maybe you could pick one area and lean into it a little bit. Definitely. I think for, for me personally, like work-wise, I'm kind of getting there because I'm starting to see like the results, my own results and being like, okay, you're actually quite good. It's fine. It's like, don't worry about it. But like riding-wise, especially like I've, I mean, Olex has been lame for a couple of weeks, so I've not been able to do anything anyway. But like in my head, I was like, oh yeah, you know, my, one of my goals is oh, we really want to do like a one-day event this year. And I'm like, why would you say that? You are <laughs> not capable of doing that at all. I mean, I think I am, but it's part of me that's like, well, you can't go to you can't go up against other people because 
you're not there, you're not good enough. And I'm just, and it's annoying because it's almost like angel and demon, isn't it? It's sat on your shoulder, like one's telling you you can't do it, the other's like, yeah, go for it. And yeah. Like, cool, just, I can't, I don't know what to do, I'm frozen now. Yeah, That's and it does, it just kind of paralyzes you a little bit and you're like, I'm just not going to do anything now. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I might just might be a happy hacker. I'm, I'm content hacking and I'm like, no, you're not. It's real horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I completely know what you mean. I, I've been in situations where, like, pushing, 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 it doesn't feel like it's going right. You're like, right, I'm just going to give up. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And then, like, you wake up the next day, you're like, no, I'm going to try again. <laughs> and I think if you keep trying again, keep trying again, it's because it just means something so much to you. So you can't give up on it. It's tricky, isn't it? I think having a plan helps if you can, like, keep on planning with things like that, but... No, I think I'm going to definitely try a bit more this year with it because it's something like dressage, like he's he's done, like he's saying he's done, we've done. Um, <laughs> started last year, just an intro, we're only really very, again, like, I don't know, this is very, I say it sounds like imposter, but it's not, but yeah, we're only really kind of very low level because I've not really done much with him, but he's always scored really highly in everything we've done. Yeah. So I know that he's got some natural talent there. It's just me going right okay let's actually apply this and do something with it and being brave enough to do that and I'm just I'm not yet not it does take work it's kind of you almost need to do a little bit and then get some feedback I mean where your brain's like okay nothing bad really happened there that was okay and then you can kind of build on it again can't you yeah for sure I think like all this all like you know everything we're doing like exercising and eating well and that kind of stuff helps play into that as well though because now I'm like right I can't use the exact I can't use the excuse of I'm not fit enough because that's what I've always used <laughs> I can't do that now because I actually am working out and I'm you know healthier so I should be able to do it so it's almost like eliminating things in my head that I can't keep using as an excuse to not do it and it's I'm getting it slowly but yes yeah, so we... you guys are all working at much higher levels I'm like oh my god what am I doing why am I here yeah, but we all we we all started there. Karen, Karen, when you joined, you was doing intros, wasn't you? Yeah. Where are you? And now you're working on elementary. Yep. Don't don't ever feel like that in this group. Like this group is here to support you. We're not here going. Oh, look at JD and doing intros. Pfft, oh my god. <laughs> my little fluffy baby. Yeah. We have to do what we're comfortable at, but we're also here to try and push you a little bit as well. Yeah, no, definitely. This is the year for sure. It is absolutely, and we're not knocking that one day event off your off your list yet. Um, you can definitely you do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I've really learned with imposter syndrome is to let go of perfectionism. You're never going to be perfect. You've really, got to let go of that idea of it could have been better if just did this or. Every time you did that, you succeeded. 
Absolutely. And like, we're the first ones to take ownership when things go wrong. Like, oh, it didn't change, but it was all my fault. We're the first ones to go, that was all me. Put it all on me when things go wrong. But when things go right, we're like, oh, isn't he a good boy? Aren't we lucky? We don't go, actually, no, I did a really good job there. <laughs> no, you're so right. And the perfectionist thing, that's a definite, that's a definite big part of my life, I think. Like, I strive horribly strive for perfection in everything like in all aspects of my life and it's and I'm starting to learn I think slowly that that just makes you very unhappy because no one can achieve perfection all the time but it's really hard it's really hard to kind of shift your mindset I'm just I'm starting to get better at it but and I think Nat, Natty you're probably picking up on it from like my messages to you where I'm like I really did like I don't know I don't know, five out of the seven workouts, I feel really bad. You're like, just chill, it's fine. It's oh, right. my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it's, yeah, it, it's, it's trying to go right. Okay, it's not the end of the world, it's fine. But, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's a lot. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, no, I think imposter syndrome is massive, isn't it? And they say, I actually read, read into it for a bit because we did this thing, at, um, I, I was supposed to go into a webinar, I totally forgot about it, but it was about women in business and imposter syndrome and how we often just think we just got there through luck or you know we've just given the right opportunity at the right time <sighs> women suffer with it really badly compared to I think the ratios compared to men is, is quite high especially in like business and stuff I think it's just the way we've all been brought up probably really I would think like how society's brought us up but it's a big thing isn't it it's a massive thing and it does affect like all walks every walk of life I think doesn't it um, yeah so it's, it is a massive thing and that's just one thing that's kind of helped me with it um it takes so much work though it's not like it's oh yeah but i'm just gonna flip my mindset and just do that and i'm fixed i'm never gonna get it again it doesn't quite happen like that obviously um but we have got annika is gonna do a full session on it next month and she'll obviously she's a trained psychologist she's gonna dive deep into it um but i just wanted to touch on it a little bit because i know it is a big thing and it's something that affects all of us um but Sue and Karen, have you got anything you'd like to add to that? I think it's a funny thing. I remember going to something, I think it was an area festival, and it was like, I wanted to go to this for so long. And I used to look at the people who did that sort of thing. And now suddenly I was there doing it. But I wasn't really any different. And should I be there? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like when you've aimed for something for so long, when you finally get there, you're like, mm, I don't think I, I should be here. be here. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I can, this is, I took my young boy when he was, well, when he was four to do the young event horse and it was at badminton. And that for me, like was a massive thing. Like I'm riding, obviously not in the five star, but I'm riding at badminton. <laughs> and when I got there and I saw like, with all these professional riders, I just froze. And I was like, oh, I can't be here. Like, they're obviously looking at me, like, this doesn't look right. Obviously, no one was paying the slightest bit of attention to me, but in my head, I was like, oh, I can't be here, this isn't right. And then my boy, God bless him, goes and gets the best jumping score of the day. Dressage was shocking, but the best jumping score of the day, and I was an absolute high for about six months after that. <laughs> but it just it's just little things, isn't it? It's stories we tell ourselves, and all the thoughts we have, I think, it was a comment Annika made in the last one, like, thoughts aren't true. They're just literally stories we make up. The thoughts we have are not true. Like, there's generally nine times out of ten, there is absolute n no evidence to the thoughts that pop into our head. It's just, like, 
the chimp part of your brain popping up going, hey, let's cause some trouble. <laughs> I love that chimp paradox. My, um, I did it when I was, when I just start, got started in sales like 10 years ago and we did like a big thing on the chimp paradox. I've actually got the book for my kids because he's done one for children as well. Oh, really? So my kids go around going, it's not me, it's my chimp. it on the chimp. <laughs> When you are, I especially if I ever get nervous now, I often think to myself, "That's just a chimp getting out of control." To put it back in the box, and it's all good. So maybe that would work with the imposter syndrome. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I think it's all quite similar. It's quite linked. I think, isn't it? It's just yeah. noticing it early enough to kind of put him back in the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, Karen, have you got anything you'd like to add on the the whole the whole imposter situation? <laughs> um. Nothing recently that can spring to mind because I've just kind of avoided things. (laughs) Um, I think that's why I like the online dressage so much because you can kind of, you you can review it before you send it anywhere Um, and you don't know the other people and um, so that kind of takes that pressure off a wee bit. Yeah, it's kind of... But then you're kind of just avoiding the whole situation and that's almost like you running away from it, like I said at the start. <laughs> not running away from it, just completely just not entering it. <laughs> uh, I mean, there will be ones locally when the weather gets... Well, there'll be another one next month. So, yeah, if, if we get the chance to get out and actually practice because the weather's just really shocking at the moment it's wild isn't it it's so windy i haven't ridden for about 10 days now because it's just it's either been blowing a hooli piddling with rain it's not nice so what's the point though isn't it from like your online dressage to going to a venue because i did i did a couple last year as like the online and I was like yeah I got this it's fine went to a venue and I was like I am no it's not happening I turned up and I went home so I was like I can't do of all these people like I'm not doing it and it's because I think Onyx is so little and fluffy and little fell pony and I saw all these nice big flashy horses and I was like what am I again yeah what am I doing it this is ridiculous drove straight home and just went and did an online one but it's this massive jump though isn't it like confidence wise I think yeah I did it years ago I had a little um sort of Irish cob and we went to this venue where a lot of people had all these fancy warm bloods and what have you and we actually got a nine for one of the movies (laughs) (laughs) I think we were no I think we actually won the class and there was like 18 in it (laughs) I was like you're kidding me aren't you (laughs) So yeah, it can't be done on a fluffy cob. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's so, I'm trying a little bit to what um, uh, Annika was saying last week. Annika, I really thought, why am I going to do a dressage test? I'm just going to do a dressage test to see if I've made any progress to go and enjoy it. I'm not going to a dressage test to warm up when I'm in the warm up. I'm just going in there to warm up. Just going in there to to be judged, but to see what that what another person thinks about my horse and what have we learned. I'm not doing it for anything what I look like. Or, I will always do it from the ground. I love the French. <laughs> so I always know who the rest of the Same. Just mark me 
had to really help with me competing so I get seriously nervous where I just vomit <laughs> everywhere before I compete. I'm not doing it for any other, I'm not doing it for my ego, I'm doing it for, to see what I've learned and that's really, really a real change in mindset. Yeah, massively. Maybe, um, JD, have you managed to catch up on Annika's one from the start of the month? I've watched half of the ego one. Yeah. yeah I've watched like halfway and I got to like 10 o'clock and I was like, yeah, I'm good bed. But I need know. to watch the last <laughs> half of it. But the first half, I was, yeah, totally, it made me think a lot because I think I suffer with that whole ego thing for sure. Like, for my own, I'm just fine. But like, as soon as I'm riding around other people with other people, I, I'm totally different. And it's, it's weird. It's almost... I, I don't like it because the more I think about the way I ride I don't think I'm nasty or aggressive or anything but just the way that I'm talking to myself and the way and then I guess that must pass down through the horse I'm like god what am I doing I'm a completely different person it's ridiculous I hate it yeah you completely you get to you get in your own head and you start worrying about all the wrong things and you almost just forget how to ride and you start riding like a sack of potatoes when you wouldn't normally do that it's just because you're worrying about everything else isn't it and it does yeah. come down to that ego thing so we need to kind of really f- focus on every time we ride we try and get in that master mindset rather than the ego so we're doing it to get better we're doing it to improve we're doing it for us we're doing it because we enjoy it we're not doing it so joe blogs down the road thinks i look good or to shut the lady up at the livery yard that says I was rubbish and I shouldn't be riding my cob or whatever it is. We've got to, we've got to make sure every time we get on that we kind of hone in that we are doing this for us and we're trying to improve. Yeah. And I think that's where having a little bit of a plan before you get in, get on your horse always helps. So that today I'm going to get on and we're going to try and work on our extended trot. We're going to try and work on bending left. We're going to try and do this. So you don't just kind of ride around and go, is anyone looking at me? <laughs> No, definitely, definitely. It's um, yeah, it's something I need to work on. I'm gonna try and get a decent dressage instructor as well because I've been finding. Don't get me wrong. I mean, so God, there's so many different instructors aren't there, but like I, I keep finding I'm getting kind of general ones, and I feel like I need more help in certain areas. That I'm just not getting. You know, when you, you know when you come out of a lesson, you're like, that was pointless. Yeah. I'm just tired <laughs> now. So I think that will help as well. If I have a plan and I have something to work on, that might help with that kind of thing as well. Yeah, but so you've got something to focus on. I've got to stop doing the whole, like... Yeah, I think I've heard... You know what it's like? We hear people say things about you and your horse and whatever, and I'm always like, I need to prove they're wrong, I need to prove they're wrong. I think if I try and get out of that, then that might help my confidence and then help me actually work that's a therapy session sorry yeah yeah. this has been a really good chat but it's it's perfect because we're what you're thinking now i'm sure we've all thought it at some point if not still now um it is it's just got to get in doing it for you and for onyx no one else i think it's tricky because i've completely produced it i've had him since he's a foal i think because i've done all of it i'm very conscious that anything that looks rubbish i've taught him that (laughs) as where i feel like if i'd bought something different I could always partially blame his training before as well with Onyx it all ends with me so I'm like it needs again it needs to be perfect because I've done that I've made those errors or whatever you know so it's tricky to like separate those two things I think sometimes but I definitely yeah I love this I love that we get this part of our program because it's really useful it's so useful yeah and the other way the other flip side of that is that yeah if something maybe isn't quite he hasn't coming taught something quite by the book sort of thing fair play that kind of is on you but also that everything he does right is also on you as well and i'm yeah, sure he does a lot more right than he does wrong <laughs> yeah 
get on my cross shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get moving. You've been sat down for like half an hour now. You need to move. <laughs> How are you doing, Sue and Hannah? Um, Hannah, are you okay with your hand? You've kind of got back on board and things, haven't you? You're feeling better? Good, perfect. Sue, how are you doing with everything? Um, yeah, I'm just keeping going. Good. But I had to laugh when you said about not weighing on a Monday. Because I did get on the scales on a Monday and I thought, oh my God, I'm a pound heavier than I was on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we avoid the Mondays. <laughs> yeah, and then I thought, well, you only drink alcohol at the weekend, you don't drink it in the week. And um, yeah, and things like that. So, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm sort of. I had a, a friend of mine who's learning to be a sports massage therapist. Okay. So I had a free. I got a free session yesterday, and I'm not quite sure what hurts more: doing the exercises <laughs> or the sports massage. <laughs> <laughs> bits for me that today I, I feel like I've been absolutely poked with something. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite painful, aren't they? They're meant to be relaxing, yeah. but. Every time well, I've had one, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I've never really had a... I think I've had a back one, but I've actually, you know, got up and down my hamstrings. Oh. And that was a good thing, because they've been, like, cramping up earlier after I've been working out. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, get up. Yeah. <laughs> I really... Weird. She's and she's actually an equine massage therapist, so whether she thinks I'm a horse, I don't know. Yeah, she's a bit rougher. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like kneeling on you. <laughs> My husband used to do a sports massage for Gloucester Rugby. Oh, right. I'd be, like, all sore from right. He'd be like, oh, can you give me a massage, whatever. And I swear to God, I felt like he's breaking bones. I'd be like, <laughs> he just won't go near me now because I just can't take, from what he's used to doing with those massive rugby players. Oh, God. It does not work when, not with me. God, it's so painful. No, he don't break you in two. <laughs> honestly, honestly. And that's the worst one. I don't know what it's called. Down the oh, side of that's it. Oh. IT band is just hideous. Oh, oh my good lord, life. No, that's horrible. Oh, no, it's, not, it's my piriformis that's killing me today. Is it? And, and, two, and there's two points under each shoulder blade where she like sort of went, oh, yeah. Oh. I feel like someone's poking me with a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. amazing in a few days there. You'll feel so limber. And, well, I had a lesson today as well, so I think I'm, I might have to go and do a bit of stretching before I go to bed. Yes, you're not really sore tomorrow. <laughs> and then come Wednesday, you'd be like, oh, I'm all free. This is lovely. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Don't know, if he's training, maybe not. Maybe it's just maybe pain. Not, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on that, guys, so we have, this week we have, uh, tomorrow we have yoga flow. On Thursday we have our stretch as usual. Um so if you do need a bit of a stretch out guys, come tomorrow. She's really good. Is it all at seven thirty? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I see if I can fit and work, let's do it tomorrow. I need to try and I need to try and plan this stuff into my diary because I want to do more, but it's just trying to fit it in. And if I know you guys are all doing it, I'll make me want to do it more, but just gotta try to fit well, it. Well I in. I don't really do it because we don't eat till seven o'clock and it's like I can do this I can talk mm. but there's no way I can do the stretchy ones yeah. I just find it really hard with the kids like this morning they got up I, I set my alarm early because I was like right 
going to work out, it's all good. And they just sat there, like, watching me. And I was like, <laughs> I can't do this in front of children just staring at me and asking why I'm doing this and doing that. It's just so off-putting. So it's, but, yeah, it's the only time I do I can do it, really. But, um, yeah, maybe the evening will be good because I can an extra little bit. Shut, shut them to bed, lock them in. <laughs> yeah. I've been enjoying the yoga flow. The yoga, she's really good, isn't she, the yoga one? I didn't enjoy the last one because I think it's because I was a bit poorly. I, all the all the, he- the blood just seemed to really rush to my head and it really hurt. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's because I had a headache anyway because she does quite a lot of downward dog. <laughs> but no, it definitely... And it's more... It's harder work than I thought yoga was. Like, I thought yoga was kind of all this relaxing stuff. And that we do get that bit at the end. But actually, like, the, the stuff at the start is actually quite hard work. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how, how it really tests you yeah I don't know she's just a bit mean because she does our Zumba as well or what but <laughs> she goes for it <laughs> a bit of yoga like ages probably before Covid now so sad isn't it but I used to do quite a bit of it but like yeah I get to a point where like I, it, by the end of the session like you'd be doing downward dog my arms would be like shaking yeah <laughs> what is this much harder work than it looks isn't it yeah and then we get to the end bit and have the relaxing breathing bit that's quite nice that bit though i'm at the end bit yeah when you finish just lie down and relax for a bit that's nice i used to do it but it was dead slow like you got into a pose and then you stayed there and it it, when i tried to do the flow i I think i lasted about 20 minutes it was quite late at night and I did 20 minutes and I was like, I'm knackered. I'm yeah, it's too much. <laughs> There's about 400 different types of yoga. I think that's called mm. say, shanti or santi, where you get into oh, a pose right. and you hold the pose for five minutes. But flow is really quite quick. Yeah. It's fantastic for gut health as well. So if you're, if you're bloated or um, some of the sun salutations are fantastic for... Because you spend all the time upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise there was different types. That's really. Good. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And and you get some instructors are like, they're just like fitness instructors, and they yeah. really make you work. But then some are a bit more based in the the yin and the yang. Like, yeah, the, the, the stress hold ones are really, really hard when <laughs> you have to stay in the same position five minutes that's quite a long time yeah like you got it i get people moaning about my 45 second planks (laughs) 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 i might up it to five (laughs) and just call it yoga and it'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) it's like pilates though isn't it i've been to pilates classes where you sort of lie down and do some core work and then you get a Pilates class like the one I have with the physio and it's like, God, you know, you think you're going to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's things like plie squats with toe, with toe raises and things like that. <laughs> and, leg, and leg lifts and lowers with circles in. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, wow. I think there's so many different ones, isn't there? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, actually, Natalie, while you're here. You know when... Um... I don't know where, obviously, where everyone else is on their exercise programs, but just where I've got you. You know when um, on the warm up when you do your arm circles, yeah, forwards and backwards, is the aim to have as small a circle as possible or a big one? Because when you say 
I wasn't, I'm trying to do like different ones. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out which one's more tiring. So I'm guessing that's better for me. And then I was like, I don't know, I could be, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, so the warm ups are pretty generic for most of them because we, as long as the whole body's nice and warm. So typically, start with a really big circle and slowly make them smaller. Right, okay. And then slowly make them bigger. You can't probably can't see my arms right now, can you? And slowly make them bigger, and then okay. that all that will warm your shoulders up nicely. Okay, no, that's cool. Okay, I thought I'd just check because I've, I've been doing it the other way around, and it's really hard. Yeah, really hard. Yeah, mine do. My neck. I'm like, oh god. Oh, but, god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'll do it that way around. Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, the, the warm-ups are pretty generic just to make sure everyone's nice and warm. Um, but yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, okay, guys, this has been a really fun session tonight. I'm really glad you've all made it. Uh, have you got any questions, queries, worries, concerns? Oh, actually, um, could you guys, there's no like urgent rush, but would you be able to try and get like a short video of you riding on the flat? Um, just sort of walk, trot, canter, quite basic sort of stuff. Um, so we can get them analysed. Okay. Um, well, my yard owner's just sent me one, but it slowed down. Sorry, what was that, Sue? My yard owner's just sent me one, and it slowed down, and she's saying, look at him go, and I won't mention you're on the wrong diagonal. <laughs> <laughs> but that one slowed down, so that's probably no good, is it? Um, I don't I might be smart, but I'll have a look. Yeah, maybe not a slow-mo one. Um, I don't know. It probably would work. The trouble is at the moment is I've got you know, loads of layers on. Does that matter? Do it tomorrow. It's going to be warm tomorrow. <laughs> probably won't be anybody there to video me. But... Maybe, okay, do you want us? Because I've, I've got a pivo. Is it pivo? Pivo, whatever you call it. I don't know. Um, I can put in the middle of the school. So is that going to be okay if it's just following me in a circle? Or do you want us going up and down, like in front of the camera? And behind, like, Or does it not matter? Mm, I don't actually know. Let me ask her and see. She just said to get a short video of people riding. Let me ask if she needs lines and or circles are fine. I'll ask and find out. Right. previously. Yeah, I've got loads from you, haven't I? I'll just I'll take the most recent one. That's not this one because I did that in sitting trot. Oh, okay. Maybe the the one that, the most recent that's not that, sitting trot. The, the Okay. Then she can tell me what what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll do that. What's she gonna say though? She's gonna be like, "You're terrible." Why? <laughs> 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 Doesn't need to say that. I know that. I know. <laughs> 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 my leg shocking. <laughs> no, she's gonna give us feedbacks on all your joints and where you're wonky and things like that. She's not gonna give oh you. Oh my god! I went to one of those things with um, Russell McGuire, Central Biomechanics. He does yeah. the one with uh, the bands and things, doesn't he? No, well, he might do. No, he's not Andy Thomas. Oh, he, he, okay. he's, he's, he's got like his PhD in horse and rider biomechanics. He's the one that invented, the, you know, the jackets with the stripes. On. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's lovely, it's really nice. But the thing was, I did the clinic, and yes, I got straight. But unless you have lessons with somebody like that quite a lot, you're just wonky again the next week. Yeah, because there's not someone stood behind you all the time checking as a sort no, of thing. No, it was interesting, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a bit like the bands are really, really good. But I also know people that have been doing that for years and still ride with the bands. And I'm like, what happens when you take the bands off? <laughs> the body just seems to go back to where it was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she'll get it analysed. She'll give me the points. And then she'll give me, like, a detailed... Well, me and you, a detailed breakdown of what's going on. 
and then we can make sure the plan like is really targeting your weaker points oh that's amazing um so uh yeah let me i will ask her what ask sort me, of video yeah, she I just can't. she just so said like, she just said a short video of walk chalk canter yeah. both reins but um because she said a dressage test is really good a good one to do so maybe she does want lines but i'll double check and let you know um and then yeah you, i'll pop it in the group and you just can... dictates if you need someone to actually film you or whether the pivot or, or pivot whatever you call it will do the job yeah so i can book someone in to come help well, yeah. I, I just put mine at sea like like a dressage test okay and, you know and and do a, a test and have the camera at sea so that way you're getting down the center line you're doing circles you know um you, you get from all angles pretty much yeah if it if it picks you up from there that's probably a good point to do yeah. cool okay perfect guys well thanks for coming right. along um and yeah so yoga flow tomorrow for anyone who wants to join us and stretch on thursday and yeah any other questions queries anything like that you know where i am pop a message in the group or send me a message in the app and have a really good week Okay. See you later, guys. Have a nice evening. Bye. 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 Bye.